I'll pop off Chet Hanks. Oh. Oh. Hey, hitters. <laughs> oh, okay. You know that video of the, like, birds crying and they're like, <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> My bad. Um, anyways, we are back from the holiday season. I'm back in D.C. Uh, Bestie, how's your holiday celebration? Celebration. It was very chill. Didn't do much Christmas Eve. Didn't do much New Year's Eve. Just hung out. You're mainly boring. I'm a boring little gal. But mainly just didn't feel like it. Slash, I don't know. I don't know how people do stuff like in the north during the holidays. Uh-huh. Because I just want to... If I got I'm bring cold. a jacket... Yeah. That's too much work. You you lost me. Yeah. You lost me. Like, do y'all have coke checks at the club? Because I ain't trying to be Mm-mm. holding on to my jacket. Mm-mm. No. Um, yeah, I went to Florida, so I got to see my family in Gainesville. I got to see my family in Jacksonville. And then I went to Miami for the very first time ever. Okay. Okay. So, Miami daily traffic. Come on, SoFlo girl. Uh-uh. That almost was my caption for my Instagram post was SoFlo girl, but I didn't do it. For those who get it, they get it. But um, I did want to share like a really crazy story that happened to me. I already shared it with our besties and I gave them the full unfiltered version, but y'all are going to get the good girl um, <laughs> safe for work version. Um, so basically while I was in Miami, we split up because, um, we, some people were like going to a different bar to get like free drinks and I was going with some people to a little shop to get some drinkies and some snackies to recuperate before we hit the club. Hit the club for real. Hit the quan. Hit the quan. Please watch your step cause I'm feeling myself. But da 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 da. What a a time to be alive that was. (laughs) Um, But anyways, we got stopped by some dudes on the street. First of all, I didn't tell this in the audio message version, but one guy, I was wearing a dress that I looked pretty slay in, I'm not going to lie, that I had bought from a Windsor that afternoon in the Dolphin. Windsor slays. In the Dolphin Mall. Windsor kind of slays for the, like... They actually do pretty much slay. For, for, if you're looking for, like, cocktail, like, Mm -hmm. semi-formal... dress. Yeah. They got you covered. They have some good stuff. Yeah. For, like, decent price, you know? Yeah, but anyways, so yeah, I'm wearing this dress. Man says, I ain't gonna lie, you be looking thick AF in that dress. I said, okay. And then he asked me if my butt was real. And I said, yes, please leave me alone. He said, Pog. Yeah, he said, oh, Pog. You, you in Miami? That's gotta be a BBL. Mm. No girl, homegrown. Anyways, <laughs> why do men have the audacity? Anyways, one of the guys in this group was like, yeah, guys, I just got out of jail. And we we're like, whoa, oh my God, like, congrats, what's the story behind that? And he proceeds to tell us that he just got out of prison. Because he was wrongfully convicted on murder charges. And we're like, okay, well, that's cool. Lit. Like, not really believing him. Like, Mm. this is just some random dude on the street. Cut to the very next morning, my girl Tachi sends me a a literal news article that has the exact same man that we talked to that night. And it's about how he was wrongfully convicted and got out of prison, serving 12 years in prison for murder. Mm. 
insane and he was like a really young guy yeah i was gonna say when you were explaining the the video before you or the the situation before you sent the um article to the group chat yeah i was picturing like a 40 year old man or something he looks like he would be about my age Mm -hmm. he's got to be at least in like his early 30s or something yeah but i mean what are the odds what a wild encounter um so congrats to you out there hope you're living your best life just like miss gypsy rose congrats enjoy Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so today with all that out of the way we are here to bring you our top films of 2023 as it is now 2024 the year is over um we wanted to bring you our letterboxd and reviews but the website has not sent them out yet uh do you do did you happen to take note of like how many movies you watched last year no. It won't tell you anymore. I watched, I want to say, about 304 movies last what, year. What, you counted them? No, Letterboxd will tell you. Where? Like, when you go to your profile, swipe down to, like, diary, it'll say, like, three this year. Or something like that. Oh, I watched, um... Let's see. It's not going to tell you for last year. It's done. Well, it's. I have three this year, so yeah. 144 minus three. True. So you watched... 141. Okay. So yeah, well, I've really beat you. Last year, I watched about 300. Um, So that was pretty lit. I've never watched that many movies in a year, so I was pretty proud of myself. Um, So yeah, basically to break it down, what we're going to do is we'll be giving you our top 10, and we did rank these. It was very hard, very hard choice. So we're giving you 10, our top 10 2023 releases. Um, and these had to be movies that were released in 2023. We were, <sighs> we are not accepting movies that were like technically released in 2022, so that probably cut out a few. Um, we'll also give you a couple shout outs for like honorable mentions. And then we will be giving you our top 10 movies that we saw for the first time in 2023. This could be a movie that came out in the 1940s. It could be a movie that came out two years ago. You know, whatever. It just has to be something we saw for the first time. And it sounds like with Gabby, most of the movies she watched last year were rewatches. Yeah. Um, what do you want to do first? Do you want to do our 2023 rankings or first viewings? Um, yeah, Mama. What about that? Okay. Let's ask Stink. Hey, Stink. Which one should we do first? He doesn't have very much to say for Aww, once. Aw, he's so handsome, though. goopy. Today on my lunch break, I took a nap. I'm so tired. Ugh. Um, let's do the 2023 releases. Okay. So we'll be starting from 10 and working our way up to 1. 10 is like, yeah, she slayed, but she's not number 1. Number 1 is obviously going to be, she slayed, so she's number 1. All right. That's a good description. Yeah, thank you. Good. Um, did you want to start? Do you want to throw out any honorable mentions? Things that didn't make it to your list? Um, let's see. Um, there was a lot that I just didn't watch this year, so I think that has to do with a lot mm-hmm. of it. Missed out on a good amount of movies. Um, which part of that is not our fault. When it comes to the movies, our theater like literally only shows the yeah. mainstream stuff for some yeah. reason. Like if we want to see, like we haven't had the chance to see poor things, for example, right? Because it's playing literally nowhere, nowhere near, near us. us. Yeah. And so keep that in mind as we're going through our list, and you're like, and it Why also doesn't help here? that I was working a lot of like night shifts for a few months, so like I just never had the availability to go out, yeah. go watch anything. But in 2024, 
we will be better. I know. I need to make having a Regal subscription worth it because because <laughs> I've only been going like once a month and that's that ain't not, worth that's it. That's not worth it. Yeah. We were gonna go today, but we're tired. Yeah. So we, we are, might are failing. We might, we might go tomorrow. We will go tomorrow. Um. So with that in mind, for honorable mentions, I've got like like Infinity Pool. Infinity is Pool. An honorable mention. What else have we watched? I'm like, dang, what movies came out this year? I know. Paint. Just because it was interesting. Yeah. It was Wasn't right. one of the best. No. Um. um can't think of any right now but you might get back to that okay all right give us your number 10 number 12 my number 10 <laughs> my number 10 is uh leave the world behind Ooh, okay it was slay it was interesting it was cool and that's it that's all you gotta say that's all i gotta say so my number 10 was saw x oh yeah i just really love this franchise and it was so exciting to me to have them bring it back not their little dumb spin-offs they've been trying like jigsaw and whatever those are terrible this like i feel like they actually went back to the roots they brought what the fans love they gave us some amanda she's a slay queen love her and i like that they took it like back in time because that just shows that saw will never end they mm. can just rewind fast forward on any little pieces they want they can splice in any time period they want and you know what i will show up to the movie theater every single time um and i think that they kind of went back and looked back on what was making the saw franchise kind of peter out towards the last couple movies they put out and they really brought it the traps were amazing traps were so fun the plot was fun and I had a really great time, and I can't wait to see if they put out more because I love this franchise. Okay. Yuck. <laughs> I like that <laughs> Saw 10 was your 10. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. She's mean. I know. Anyway, my number nine was uh, Polite Society. Yes. This one was from the previous episode I was on. This was my, like my uh like hidden surprise gem. yeah surprised us like low-key low-key a banger yeah um you know what and it also made it to obama it sure did obama obama soda um it was just a fun it was very i don't think we've described it all that much before but it's very like scott pilgrimy but like not mm -hmm. but it's got that cool like cool kind of like it was very fun. Yeah. Just a good time. I'd say, like, the um, the fight choreography is really fun, very yeah. unique. Yes. Like, I specifically remember the scene in the school where she's, like, fighting off the other girls. Like, that one was very fun. Obviously, the costuming for, like, the Indian wedding and everything. Yeah. Gorgeous. When it started to get into, like, the main plot line, it was a little confusing. Yeah. But it pulled together at It the pulls end. together, and also, like, girl power, slay queen, y'all. Oh, yes. Yeah. Ollie, etc. Very good. And we've got a Barbie in there. And we got a Barbie in there. Um, my number nine is Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. See, I didn't go watch that. Yeah, so you need to see it because it's so good. Um, I never had any doubts. When people started comparing it to Catching Fire, I knew we were about to have a banger on our hands. <sighs> um, from what I remember, it follows the book very well, and it actually manages to pack in a lot over the time. Like, it takes a very long movie and makes it feel not very long. 
makes the movie feel like a movie. Mm-mm. Um, obviously Hunter Schaefer, she's my queen. I love her so much. Rachel, um, you brought it, queen. You had me like crying with every single time you were singing. When the news brings the blues and the brings to the news. That's how she would be uh, singing. <laughs> okay. It's true. And it was just very interesting. The one complaint I have is that people who didn't read the book are not going to see how truly evil Snow is. They don't get to see his thoughts and his interworkings like you would in the book. So please go read the book because it's really good. But it brought back Hunger Games hype, and I'm always here for that because I love the Hunger Games franchise. Right, right. Right, right. Right, right, right. Um, my number eight was Blue Beetle. Oh, I thought you were saying Bloopy. I was like, what? I love Bloopy. <laughs> I loved Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle was a fun time. It was um, a nice little quirky. For a DC movie, it, it did a good job. Yeah. It, it was almost... When I hear DC... The bar is on the floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It actually the bar is up in heaven because it takes a lot to actually be a good DC movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, expectations on the floor. There we go. There yeah. we go. Um, it it almost had the same energy as like Tom Holland Spider Man in a way. Yes. It was very like he's a goofy. Yeah. Kid it was trying very to out. right. Very relatable almost because it's just like. What would you do if you got, like, random powers one day and you just had to save the world? I wouldn't take it well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and I loved seeing George Lopez. Um, he reminded me a lot of my father. Um, Except, like, the polar opposite of your father oh, at the yeah. same time. Per- yeah, like, personality-wise, exactly like my father. Beliefs? Beliefs? That's another That's story. That's different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I had a lot of fun with the movie. I really enjoyed seeing it in theaters. Soundtrack was bomb. Soundtrack smacks. Um, and I liked that they brought, like, the family aspect into this because a lot of superhero movies, it's like, yeah, like, Aunt May is very important. Right. But she's not the full soul of his yeah. purpose in yeah. his being a hero and yeah. such. Yeah. Very good. Loved it. Um, and as a person who has been able to observe hispanic culture oh okay there you go she said an outsider observe um it was outsider looking in yes ally, ally. um it was very fun to see and pick up on those references that i've come to learn through the years what is this number eight yes for number eight i said leave the world behind this it just was so good when i was home for christmas me and my mom kept talking about it because she hasn't seen it yet and i'm like you need to see it it's so good um just because it's one of those movies where you're trying to figure out what is happening the whole movie or like there's always that like is this something supernatural happening is this just like the world ending is the government behind this like what is happening we're in the moment with these people and it's one of those where like you want to keep your family safe. Who are these outsiders? Yeah. Can we trust them? I think them making the outsiders black people was very interesting. Like, how is this white family going to react to this and interact with this situation? And as we've said many times, the ending made our jaws drop. Mm-hmm. We were like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? And just, I would very much want to go back and watch this movie and pick up on, like, some of the details in the back. And now that I've seen, like the translated version of that Spanish scene, it just kind of hits harder for me. 
Oh. Because I didn't I didn't understand what she was saying. I'm sitting here like, what do you mean? She was just speaking Spanish. What did you have to translate? I only picked up on a couple words, so it didn't give the full impact to me. Yeah. Which, one thing I do have to say, when I was in Miami, because we were around a lot of Issa's family, I was able to follow about a fourth of the conversation. So okay. Doing, that Duolingo working. Doing pretty good. Need to get back into it. But yeah, leave the world behind. Very interesting, very relevant message for everything going on in the world today. And highly recommend. Right. Um, right. My number seven is theater camp. Yes. <laughs> I really like this movie. Our Just, lists are very different this year. That's this is funny. very funny. That's funny. Um, I just, I found it funny. I find myself quoting random parts of it or, like, bringing it up. Mm-hmm. It's very relatable as someone who, I, I wasn't a theater kid growing up, but I, I'm theater kid adjacent. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so I think it was, it, it was more so funny, like, hearing, like, the jokes about, like, stagehands and production managers and things that. like that. Yeah, because I've done all that. Um, but it was just, it was very funny. It was very um, self-aware, mm-hmm. which I think more theater kids it. should be. Yeah. They need to wake the freak up. Yeah. Um, but the reason it's number seven, even though I do like it, it's just I had some other things that I liked a little better. Which, mm-hmm. now that I'm looking at my list, I probably should have put it higher, but whatever. <laughs> you know, I could have been a theater kid if it had lined up with my schedule in ninth grade. Mm-mm. But instead, you don't need that. But instead, anymore. I went to keyboarding because that lined up with my schedule, and I got yelled at by my course teacher. She's crazy. She doesn't work there anymore. Slay. <sighs> um, my number seven. Stand and rise for the national anthem, because he went from gamer to racer. Okay, okay. I don't even feel bad about having Gran Turismo on my list. This movie was so good. I want to watch it again. Do I care about racing? Do I care about cars? Do I care about anything going on in this movie? No. But the way they shot it, the way they put that story together, it roped me in. It was so exciting. And for the little hour 45 that I was in that theater, I became that racer fanatic. I was there in the moment. I, I said NASCAR is the greatest race. How does that vine go? What? How does that vine oh, go? Oh, um. The only race is. is, is no, na- the, the only, only race, race is the, the human, human race. race. What about NASCAR? That's there the we go. It took me a minute to get there. there that was me in that theater. Um, just great. Just such a good movie. And if you watch it and you don't think it's that great, I don't want to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> oh my. I don't know why I keep yawning. Good lord. Um, my number six is uh I'ma switch these up real quick. I'ma do a little oh. uh, do a little switcheroo oh, okay. in my head. Um, it's actually Spider Verse across the Spider Verse. Yes. Um I don't know if, I don't know what it was. I think it's just I had so much energy for this. And it's not that I didn't like it, because Uh that's not true. And I think what they did was amazing. Yeah. Um, And what they will continue to do is going to be amazing. I know that for a fact. It's just, you know, I loved the first one so much. Mm -hmm. And it's not that this one didn't meet my expectations, because it definitely did. It just 
didn't leave that long of an impact for me as yeah. like the first one did. Can't say the same thing for my brother. Oh, I know. Um, but how many times did he see that movie in theaters? He he made a joke while it he was, was like here. Seven. He made a joke while he was here. He was talking about how they didn't go see very many movies, and Kelsey was like, "I think we went to go see Spider Verse though," and and he was like, "Yeah, I think I went to go see that one, maybe." Like, six times. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, the amount of times we bought tickets to just send. <laughs> yeah. But, um... But, yeah. I, still good, though. Still part of my top list. Not my top five, though, surprisingly. Mm. But what I did put for my top five will be a little shock. Oh, I'm scared. A little twist. No, I really enjoyed the movie. I think, for me, it's that, like, the viewing experience of the first movie was so different from yeah, this because yeah. it that was, was our first time seeing that animation right. style this was our first time being introduced to the characters mm-hmm. and it's just such an exciting experience to yeah. see and now for this one we're like yay we're excited to be back but it's like we are already expecting greatness yeah. from it yeah, yeah. so there's i not- think that's a, why it was a good thing that they did that little like uh-oh you didn't know there was gonna be a part three yeah no that um, that shook me yeah yeah um, my number six is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. I know this would be on here. Yeah. No, as I was saying, like, the girlhood has just been hitting hard this year. Um, reminiscing on those times and being nostalgic. Would I ever want to go back in time, though? Hell no. Uh-uh. I'll stay exactly where I am. But like, that doesn't stop me from being nostalgic. I keep seeing TikToks that are kind of crazy that are, like, girls young girls want to be 20 years old yes. and 20 year old girls want to be 12 years old that's again. what i was telling my mom i was like girls or little kids are not asking for toys for christmas anymore they want skincare makeup makeup um vlogging vlogging materials. stuff lululemon yeah i was like when i was that age i wanted monster high dolls yep. and like zuzu pets i hope that i can keep my kids like that exactly because there's they will not be having no ipad no no ipad and i mean i made comments about this before like seeing kids like wearing outfits that i would wear stuff like that Uh at such young ages i'm like you should take your time yeah yeah what happened to the awkward puberty stage I had so many, like, there's so many pictures on my mom's Facebook that I would rather kill myself than show out to the world because I think I look ridiculous. But mm-hmm. that's, like, what being that's a kid is about. Yeah. yeah. No, like, I was telling her, like, yeah, little kids, like, 12 don't ask for toys anymore. But then you have girls, like, my age that are, like, wanting to wear bows in their hair. And yeah. I'm buying Hello sunny Kitty angels. stuff. Sunny <laughs> angels. Like, clasping onto, like, the girly aspect. Yeah. yeah. Now, what was I going to say? I don't know. Because you said something, but I don't... Oh, yeah, no. Until you have shown up to middle school in a Justice t-shirt, only to realize that everybody has switched to Hollister and you did not get the memo, Mm-mm. that is a crucial part of my development right there. Yeah. Embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, it was, like, I wanted to keep up with, like, the the cool girl trends that my middle school and i wish i didn't because <laughs> those outfits were yes. not cute no but that's like and I'll, i want to get into music another time but like if you look at the music i was listening to like sixth through ninth grade that was so just me trying to appease to like oh what other people sure. were into yeah and like now i'm 
being able to appreciate like the music I grew up with that was like weird to other yeah. people. And I stuff wish because like, like it's funny because I'm almost like the opposite where I would listen to the weird things that people would think is weird, but then I would like try and mask it with like the the this clothes that was like mm. basic girl clothes. So I'm like I would never chosen chosen yeah. to really wear this yeah definitely interesting interesting but yeah no so good um also nostalgic also this is the same director who did 17 uh edge of 17 which love that movie such a good movie <gasps> still haven't seen that movie <laughs> it's on it's on netflix girl we have to watch it but yeah same director you can obviously tell and just covers so many great girlhood topics. So good. I could relate to so much of it. And I was crying. And I love it. Go watch it. So good. My number five, which is the one I just did my little switcheroo, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Mm. He's molly whopping me! <laughs> <laughs> now the reason I switched Spider-Verse around with this one is just because I, I feel like I just had a little bit more of a fun time with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and that says a lot because our watching experience of this movie was not so bad. That great. It was so bad. I, I think we've mentioned it in, on the pod but the speaker was blown out and it was just like not sounding good no. but regardless it was really funny. Um, I liked seeing a lot of the behind the scenes with like the kids all in the same room. I think that's mm-hmm. another thing. It's like these are actual kids playing kids and not like 25, 30 year olds playing mm-hmm. kids. Gumball. So exactly. So <laughs> it just felt like very real. Real and mm-hmm. almost nostalgic. Like you just want to be a goofy little kid like doing yeah. stupid stuff with your siblings. So that's it. Mm-hmm. And the animation. And it's late. It's late. My number five, this is the only animation on my list, is Nimona. This was so good. I need to finish reading the graphic novel, but I keep on not reading it. And then it gets returned automatically to the library. Uh But anyways, this was, again, just like, love the animation style. The story is so unique. um, And it's heartbreaking and so good. And just like overcoming your past and not caring what other people think about you also the diversity um my two little night boys in love he can't have nachos on his uh, he can't have olives on his nachos because he's allergic you're Mm. kidding me why do you even put olives on nachos that sounds scrumptious doesn't oh so delicious doesn't go together but the story is so cute so heartwarming i love when two little misfits come together and just wreak havoc and pizza oh that sounds really good yeah but nimona loved it i need to watch yes you do um my number four was Bo is afraid okay me too Ah, you want to beat me so bad um we have talked very much handfuls and handfuls of Bo is afraid go listen to the episode exactly um it was just so Mm-hmm. You just had to be there. You, you just to, had to be there. Had to be there. The girls, I get to get it. Yeah, and that's why it's number four. Yeah, no, this one it was just really fun to like really take it down to the roots and analyze it, just using our media literacy and our smarts. I think we came up with some very interesting theories, and that's the fun thing about Ari Aster movies is there's no one way to interpret it. Yeah, you can watch it and notice a billion things that you never noticed the first couple times you right. watched it. 
um, Joaquin Phoenix, I feel like he was the perfect choice for Oh, Bo. absolutely. I, I can't imagine anybody else in that role. It's so crazy how he can... He has such a... Crazy range. Yeah. Insane. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that man. But he sure knows how to play crazy. That's he knows sure. how to play crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I never knew once where that movie was going. Mm-hmm. Every single little era that it was basically wrapped into was completely different from the next. It was like seven different movies happening in one. But... It all came together and made sense in the end. Yeah. It wasn't just a bunch of random crazy stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, that ending still oh, is something else. It's crazy. When it's quiet and it just stops. Yeah. And I remember the first time we watched it, you're like, I think I think this is the end. Yeah, it's over. This I, is the this is the audience walking out yeah. of the theater. Yeah. Oh! Such a good ending. Shook to the core. Too good. And Complete it, silence. And that can never be replicated. It really won't. No. And it can't, and it won't, and no. it never will. Nobody will ever top that. Yeah. Good job, Ari. Too good. All right, my number three. Mm-hmm. This might be a little controversial. I'm scared. Is Barbie. <coughs> I loved Barbie. I just watched it for a third time with my brother um, and Kelsey I and think I Sam. I your next two are then. Yeah, you do. Um, because. It's 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 so good. The third time watching it, I was definitely like, okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. Like my fascination. It's not like it's not like I'm bored of it, but like I could go a while without rewatching it again at mm-hmm. least. Um, meanwhile, my next two I could watch tonight and tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still great. It did what it had to do. Um, I remember the Barbie hype. From like two years ago, like when it first that was announced, first picture of Margot, of Margot in, in the, the car. Oh, I was like itching from that day, mm-hmm. and it was like it was so impactful for the time. You know, post COVID, movie theaters have been empty. Yeah. As two moviegoers that go pretty frequently, the movie theaters this have been was the fullest I'd seen the theater ever. People were dressing up. They were having their whole little shindigs with their girl pals and whatever. And it was just a good time. This summer was great for movies. It really mm-hmm. was. And I think it's bringing back, like, the, the like, excitement to go see a movie in a theater. And yeah. not just, like, wait till it's streaming at home. Well, I know that film companies are trying to replicate Barbenheimer. Oh, for sure. I don't know if they'll ever get close again, but they are taking note and they are going to do their best. Yeah. Yeah. So my number three, I think we're going to have very similar top threes, not in order, but the content. My number three is Bottoms. What a good time. Yeah. The women had Barbie. The gays had Bottoms this summer. I can't. Bottoms is the type of movie that you'd go, why would a man be there? Why Why would would a man man be there? there? Yeah, no. This was like, when I sit down and think about it, I cannot think of another, like, gay comedy for women like this. Yeah. There just are none. There is. And even, like, the gay comedies that are, like, male gay comedies don't have this same energy it doesn't like cater bros bros are bros is a good funny gay movie that has a lot of queer representation but it's still that like cheesy kind of like stereotypical comedy while this was like it's just a funny movie yeah and it's like gen z gays yeah. i see you yeah this is what your sense of humor is yes yeah and it wasn't like 
set up punchline kind of jokes they were just they just talk funny yeah. every sentence they and have so much of it was improv yeah it just comes down to rachel Sennett and io being yes. so funny yes able to do all that on their feet like the the scene where they're in the car and she's like and i'm gonna have this baby and mm-hmm. the pastor and all like that is all improv and it is so it was so one of the good. funniest parts of the movie and everybody just really playing into their character, like, especially Jeff's character being just such a caricature of everything that is wrong with American football yeah. in high school. And he slayed that. And he, sl- he ate and, he and left no crumbs. Literally none. Or as Elizabeth said, it's gas, it's fire, put it in your car. She was saying that all weekend. I was cracking up. I don't I've understand. never heard that before. I, don't I was cracking up. But bottoms, it's just so good. I've seen it twice. So good. Soundtrack incredible. I have the entire soundtrack on my Spotify and it's hype. It's lit. Love you, Charlie XCX. Go ahead. My number two is Saltburn. Okay, I'm actually a little shook right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um mainly if I have if I had seen it again, it might not be number two. Mm. Um but because I've o- I only watched it the one time in 2023, I'm putting it at my number two. Like I said, in the past, mm-hmm. great movie, mm-hmm. amazing movie. The girls who are disgusted by it, get Watch over yourself. Movie. Get over yourself. Even like I was watching, get a new one. Get a new one. <laughs> Even Trin Lovo, I love her commentary about most things. And most of the vid, like I watched her most recent video about Saltburn. And most of it I really agreed with. I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Blah, 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 blah. And then she talked about the vampire scene and she was like gagging about how disgusting it is. And I'm like, mm, pause. We thought two different ways pause. about this. <laughs> Because when we left the theater, yeah, I, I like, literally talked to Gabby. I said, mm, maybe TMI. I said, blood scene, kind of hot, kind of <laughs> nice. But I mean, her main thing was like, ew, it must smell bad. I'm like, girl. You have, you have one. Do you know how it works? Are you? Are you okay? What are we doing? Should you go to the gyno? What's the Does yours think that bad? Ooh. I saw. About sexy red. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, that girl. Uh, Did you know she's pregnant? Yeah. I did not know that. Yo, I am Gia poster like every other day because that's all she freaking wears. That's true. So, yeah. Saltburn, number two. If I had seen it again, it would be number one probably. Mm. Yeah, my number two is also Saltburn. It was the listen, you guys. The top two was a very hard mm-hmm. choice. It really came down to like point two difference between the two movies. They are totally different from each other. Saltburn. We first of all, I know Emerald Fennel is like a little controversial, mm. but the I don't care. <laughs> Garly knows what she's doing. She can do a movie, she can make a movie, and she knows how to keep me on my toes, she knows how to make me shook, and she knows how to do a twist that will leave you screaming and jumping up and down. Like, uh, and also just the vibes of the movie, like the fact that it's in 2006, wins major points with me for having so many songs from my childhood. Mm -hmm. And just so good. The characters are all amazing. I can't wait to go back and watch it. Trust, we will be watching very soon, and we will be giving you a very full review very soon. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the type of movie that I would not get tired of rewatching. No. It's one of those that you could watch it again and again and again and still notice something. Yeah. 
And my number one is bottoms. Yeah, I know it. It's bottoms. I tried so hard to get people. Get, I tried so Get hard. my folks to rewatch it um, when they were here, but they were like, oh, we don't want you to pick, because it was still, like, rent. Uh, and they're like, we don't want you to rent it. And I was like, well, I'll do it. I'll <laughs> do it, but I don't, none of y'all sound interested, so I'll just rent it when I'm interested. Mm-hmm. We need to buy a DVD. I know, we should. Um, like, like Chloe was saying, so good. Mm-hmm. There's not much I have to add, because I already talked about it. I just, I just found that it's like really rewatchable mainly, yes. and the jokes don't get old. And it just, I felt like very seen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was. It was for us. For us. Yeah. Which they is very rare just for us. Very rare to find. Yeah. Um. So my number one, and as I said, it came down to like point zero 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 two percent. Like they were so close, but for me, it was Barbie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, just alone for, like, the cultural significance, like you're saying, just to have, like, the theaters that packed, to have all these women showing up decked out in pink, like, it was so fun to just show up to the theater for all of July and just see everybody. Yep. And you knew exactly what they were yep. going to see. Even if you saw them on the street, you're like, oh, they're on their way to go see Barbie. Yeah. My Instagram was just full of people taking pictures at the theater, all the memes online, which, I mean, there are some memes to Saltburn. They are pretty funny. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But it was just, <laughs> I, I think the impact it had on me, like, to this day, I had my fourth viewing. It still was just as important to me, even though I've seen it so many times now and I can name the entire thing. The I'm Just Ken part of that is, like, such a magical part in that entire movie. It, like, makes my jaw drop every time. It's just so incredible. Greta Gerwig, love you, queen. We'll be seeing you at the Oscars very soon. What cannot, what can be said that has not already been said? We talked about this movie all year long. Like you said, the hype was building, costuming, design, soundtrack, everything. The movie is perfection, and it will be something that I'll be watching for many, many years to come. And it will still always have a very special place in my heart mm-hmm. and soul. So that was all of our 2023 releases. Um, another honorable mention, 80 for Brady, <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. Yes, she did that this I did want to put it on there, but I was like, I can't hold it up. Especially because yeah. I, I, again, I, we watched the night version, the night shift oh, version. Oh, was it different? I don't really know. Oh. I think it, okay, so remember, think in your brain. Yes. We watched the movie. Yes. When he finds his um, friend in the dog suit. Yes. Did they show what happened to the cupcake kid? No. Okay, because I think that was literally the only thing different. Okay. Was that they zoom over to the, the guy that gets attacked by the cupcake and his face is like ripped up. Maybe they showed that? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Like, I genuinely don't yeah. know what was it different about it. It wasn't, like, longer. It wasn't, like, an extra scene. It wasn't nothing mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. But, like, watching this movie, especially outside of the theater where we were just, like, all making comments the whole time, mm-hmm. it's so bad. It's, it's like, I still have it five stars on my letterbox because it's just, it did what it had to do. Yeah. But it's really just not good. I not think, a good movie. I think for the it being a Five Nights at Freddy's movie, like, it's as good as it's yeah yeah unless they gave it like an r rating and just went absolutely insane yeah i think that would improve it but with the demographic that they're trying to appeal to 
they had to keep it PG-13. Yeah. And I mean, my and biggest it's still pet- pretty gory. I'll give them that. Oh no, for real. My biggest pet peeve was that the animatronics looked too much like guys in suits. No. Yes, they did. I will never criticize the Jim Henson. No, I'm not company. saying that they were bad. I'm saying that like the puppets looked great. The them themselves when they were in like animatronic form or when they were doing their little I hear the secrets that you keep that shit was rocking. Mm-hmm. But especially Chica's character, whenever she was walking, it was mainly okay, this might be just be like the dancer in me and Maybe. I just know a lot about movement. But when Chica bends down to to put the cupcake down. Uh-huh. Something that is very human is pushing your hips back oh. when you bend forward because that your your body Joints. needs that motion. Yeah. Like especially if you're not flexible and like your hamstrings. Meanwhile, a robot can just bend over and it's like they've got no hamstrings to hold them back. And I think that's just like part of it. Yeah. I'm just being nitpicky. It doesn't really actually matter, but Okay. Are you ready to get into your first feelings? Okay, yeah. So like I said, these are movies that we saw for the first time in 2023. And we're going to once again go from 10 to 1. So kick us off, queen. All right, my number 10, starting off strong, Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Still have not seen this movie. (laughs) It's got our boy, Asa Butterfield. No. Oh? He is not in this movie. Where did you get that? Because I was just watching him and I thought you were talking about him. No, Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> I uh, didn't know he was in that movie. He's the main character. Oh my God. Well, he's the main love interest. Um, yeah, Am I wrong? Is this a Nickelodeon movie? I don't I know. I feel like they used to show this on Nickelodeon or something. I think you're right, but um, yeah. It was just funny. It was a little quirky you know, rom-com. early 2000s rom-com. Yeah. Teen rom-com at that. British teen British. rom-com at that. It's a lot of No, for real. A lot of the, like, you know, British jokes I didn't get, but it was still cute. Um, so my number 10, very different direction, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh. Camp, 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 camp to the max. I had a lot of fun watching this. The acting is terrible. The special effects, terrible. Everything about this movie is terrible, but is somehow one of the best movies I've ever seen. I love a good cheesy movie. I love a good 80s movie. I love a good horror movie. They brought all three elements together and gave me this goofy-ass clown movie that is so funny. Also, this used to be one of my old co-workers' favorite movies. She's seen this movie a lot, so I finally watched it. Okay. Kind of in the same vein, but not really, but kind of, but not really. Um, my number nine is Jaws. Yes! I just told my mom, I was like, yeah, I forced Gabby to watch this. Okay. Not me putting you on really good movies. Putting this me really on. This really underground movie that Shut nobody's up. heard about. Anyway, and... yeah, it's good. It's cla- It's I can see why it's considered a classic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be like one of those guys that's like no oh okay but that's it yeah no i i dolly zoom okay oh okay the creation of the dolly zoom oh okay what about that scream Ah! (laughs) (laughs) no i told my mom like i watched it when i was really young i had to have been like nine or ten so i just kind of was like shark movie slay but now watching it back as an adult i was like Okay, the birth of cinema, Steven Spielberg. 
uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I get it. I didn't realize that um, The Color Purple was directed by Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Interesting. Um, what's your number nine? That is my number nine. Oh, duh. <laughs> uh, my number nine is After Hours. Um, I watched this post Bo is Afraid, so for me it had very similar vibes to that, but it's basically like this guy who literally all he wants to do is go home, but he just keeps getting himself into some very interesting positions that detour him from going home. I want to say this is a Cronenberg movie, could be making that up, but it is totally David Cronenberg, and it's in the 80s again, another 80s movie, um, this is just a really fun movie where you're trying to figure out what's going on, and you're miserable for this guy mm-hmm. <laughs> my number eight is a uh, swiss army man yes this one was just so funny i kind of put it on as like a background movie one day when i was cleaning but i i lied it was a martin scorsese film okay scorsese he said shark tales Ooh, ah, ah. um swiss army man yeah it was like i said it was a a movie that I j- uh, originally put on just to have as, like, background noise while I was cleaning. And I ended up, like, sitting down and, like, just f- watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting. Very funny. Um, heartbreaking. Actually, genuinely yeah. heartbreaking. Um, the funny thing about Daniel Radcliffe is, like, most people that have been, like, characterized as one character their whole life is, like, well... Now I can't do nothing. And Daniel Radcliffe is like, let me do absolutely everything mm-hmm. to try and get rid of this freaking Harry Potter name. He proves them wrong every time. He really will, but mm-hmm. he's still Harry Potter. He's still just Harry Potter. No. He still is. No. Yes, he is. I don't think so. Anyway. Uh, my number eight, and I believe this is the only... Eh, never mind. Is Sydney White. This is an Amanda Bynes movie. Oh, yeah. I loved this movie. It was just super cute. I watched it on an airplane. Perfect airplane movie. And this is not the only airplane movie. I have several airplane movies on this list, actually. But it was so fun. It kept me really entertained. Just one of those good old, like, early 2000s college sorority feud kind of movies. Ew, stink. Oh, but it was also I like when they do like modern retellings of story tales like Ella Enchanted stuff like that. Cinder- not another Cinderella story. So this one follows Snow White, obviously. So you've got your, your little misfit geek boys as the seven dwarves, <laughs> and it was just really cute. And I liked the message of the film. And I really love a ba- Amanda Bynes movies. Um, have we seen her lately? Unfortunately, we have. Um, I had to Google if that was really her. Well, I, I knew. couldn't believe my I, eyes. I did believe it. I couldn't believe my eyes. Apparently, the person help. she's, like, like partnering with is not a good person, e. is what I've heard. Well, when I Googled her, an, a news article said, Amanda Bynes puts her podcast on hiatus after just one episode. Yeah. I said mood. <laughs> um, my number seven um, was a very late 2023 watch. Um, but it was the United States versus Billie Holiday, Ooh. and it's a biopic of Billie Holiday. Um, Sam showed me this movie. We watched it like right after Christmas. Um, but it was just like crazy, mm-hmm. crazy movie. You like don't realize, you know, and I'm sure artists nowadays 
have to deal with some of this kind of stuff, but, like, the way that... And it's funny because, you know, we saw it... We quote-unquote saw it in, like, the Elvis movie, how the Mm -hmm. police were, like, didn't want him to be so sexual. Oh, no, no. But the way that black artists were treated at the same time Mm -hmm. is beyond... Anything Elvis could have ever gone oh, through. No. Fuck Elvis, bro. Like, he was stealing this from black people, and the mm. only reason he could even get on that stage was, was because, because he was white. white. Because if he was black, he wouldn't even be able to do half the shit he did. Yeah. Anyway. Probably would have never blew up. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it was just, it was really sad. Sad movie. Um, like, not even sad as in, like, boohoo crying. Just, like, your heart feels it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I recommend. So my number seven, is that what number we're on? Is Debs. This is basically like the lesbian version of Charlie's Angels. I think this movie came out in 2004. It is extremely low budget. Like the special effects will kill you. But they ate they are able to like make it work in a way that makes it feel like a good fully fleshed out movie with just some bad editing and stuff like that um costuming is super cute it's like typical sexy schoolgirl type of feel but they all kind of make them their own fit with their character um i loved the story i love a good hero falling in love with the villain kind of element and then making and then just proving that they're overall a good person and it was just a very fun, cheesy little early two thousands girly boss movie. Okay, okay. Since when is there a remote app on the on the? Anyway, sorry. on the telly. On the iPhone. Um, my number six was the Virgin Suicides. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sophia Coppola. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot to say about what I think of this movie. I think. I think I talked about it when I first watched you it. You talked a little bit. I think it could have gone deeper. Yeah. I think it could have gone deeper, absolutely. I'm sure, because I haven't read the book yet, but it is on my list. I'm sure that there's a lot, like, more intense things that happen in the book that right. were not included in the movie. And it's not that I want to see, like, female trauma or anything mm-hmm. like that, but... It could have added it, to the it, message. Right, because it just kind of pictured girls as, like, hmm... Girly, girly girl. Oh, I'm sad. When it can definitely dive deeper into, like... What was making them yeah. this way. Yeah. Um, but still enjoyed it. The the um, soundtrack is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I've been inspired by some of the music to, like, use in, like, dance works and whatnot, so... Nice. Yeah, uh, My number six is Barefoot in the Park with Miss Jane Fonda. I just really enjoyed this movie, and I was trying to tell my mom about it, and she had the audacity to say, I don't like Jane Fonda. Girl! Get that out of she here. She don't like nobody. She don't like nobody. But we're, we're not going to talk ill of Miss Jane Fonda, who is an incredible actress and incredible activist. No, don't be ever speaking ill of my girly like that. But anyways, this movie, it's in the 60s. Um, super cute story, super cute, just everything. I loved it. 
and it was actually like hilarious like some of the running gags in the movies are just so funny like they live on the fifth floor so everybody's always coming up the f stairs exhausted because they just had to run up like 10 flights of stairs and like her neighbor you can only get in if he goes through the window of their apartment there's just so it's just goofy cute and i loved every second of it and i want to watch it again and again and again and again take it away all right now my number five is the big sick <gasps> i love this movie um i don't remember the plot all that much right now that i'm thinking about it yeah but, but I remember being super, su like, surprised by it. Like, it, mm -hmm. it took me by surprise. I only rated it, like, a three or four, I think, but I hearted it. Yeah. So it's, like, even though, like, it could have been better, like, I still, like, definitely enjoyed it. Um, no, like, when this came out, people were really upset because they got snubbed big time by the Oscars. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, there was definitely um, something, like, almost, like warming about it like yes. it made you feel warm it's a comfort film for sure yeah i would definitely have to give it a rewatch yeah no i do too i haven't seen it since freshman year of college well i watched it last year so um my number five is miss 45 this movie i love how there's absolutely no overlap in there i know yeah these i don't think any of the movies on my list are movies that you've seen um no this was so good and usually I'm not a fan of rape revenge stories just because I feel like it exploits that topic. But I feel like this was done in a really good way. Like, it wasn't too graphic. And, you know, she's a queen. She got her revenge. And she processed her emotions and did what she needed to do. And I think everybody should watch it because it's very interesting. Alright. Alright. My number four is the shape of water slay um i didn't know what like i knew what to expect because like obviously spoilers it's been out for so long mm -hmm. and it won best picture so like mm -hmm. it just is um but yeah i was still like surprised like it still took me like off my feet almost like it was still very mystical like the magic of I just love that 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 actor, the fish actor. Mm -hmm. He's the same guy who did the fish guy in Hellboy. So it just felt... Yes. I thought it was in Watchmen. Was he also in that? I will get back to you on that. Oh. But, um, but yeah, it just was, like, very romantic, very... It's heartwarming. Yes. Again. Or as I like to say, heartwarming heartwarming yeah it's giving you worms in your heart oh is that all you had for that one yes uh my next see hellboy bow well i believed you about that but i could have sworn he was in a stupid watchman as well my next movie is also an airplane movie this is number four and that is blade runner 2049 uh, this was a three-hour-long movie, so I had to break it up between two flights, but, you know, we made it happen. I was not expecting to cry in this movie, but here I was sitting there, boo-hooing on my airplane. Um, also, I do not like Ana de Armas. Um, we are not a big fan of her in this household, but her character, Joy, 
I really fell in love with her and I just loved the pure like hope that she had for everything whether that be programmed or whatever I don't care she was just a pure little soul and I, she had my heart I liked her a lot the story was just so compelling and it kept me really intrigued throughout the entire thing and it, oh my gosh I'm like where else is this man from He's the freaking from, he's from, he's this. Wait, what is that? He's the, no, yes. he's the Baron? He's the Baron. No. <laughs> he's the Baron on what we do in the shadows. As soon as I saw that lip, I knew who he was. Uh-uh. Anyways, yeah, the story was just very interesting and it took me on a wild roller coaster over time. Like, I was believing this and then I thought it was this and then this happened and it just ripped my heart out and you just have so much hope for him and you want him to be human you want him to be whole and just really be successful and just have that all ripped away from you is devastating also i love you harrison ford you're a king um go ahead queen my number three was the eyes of tammy faye yes i love this movie um yeah it just felt like, it was very interesting to see, because I thought, like, you know, evangelist, TV evangelist. Televangelist. My bad. Um, I grew up not necessarily watching them, almost grew up more so criticizing them. because yeah, we made fun of them in our Yeah, house. because <laughs> we were Christians and we believed that, thankfully my parents weren't the type to be like, give the church all your money, give the church all your money, give the church all your money. Mm-hmm. But there's some people who do. And, um... Both of them acted amazing. Andrew yeah. Garfield with the freaking she country was accent. Snubbed. S- stolen. Jessica Chastain, well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um but um yeah, it was oh my gosh, you see like the videos of her side by side with Tammy it's Faye. Crazy. She did her homework. She did her homework. She did her homework. Yeah. Um she showed up she ate but what i didn't know about miss tammy was like how progressive she was Mm -hmm. and so it was interesting learning that and seeing that yeah that was cool yeah no miss tammy was a queen so i can't fault her there she did no wrong um my number three this is the only documentary to make it to my list um my number three was adrian this i had no idea about this woman i had no idea about what happened to her I didn't, I've never seen Waitress before, so I didn't know much about that either. This was just something that was randomly on my list, and I decided to sit down and watch it one day, and just really drew me in, and just from the very beginning where it covers, like, her murder and everything, I was crying, because it's also part of this, like, narrative of this dad trying to be this single father while still keeping the memory of this mother alive. And, ugh, I was crying, crying, crying through that movie. And it was just so good. And now I need to watch Waitress so that I can get the full effect, full boohoo cry. And it was just a very good documentary, and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. My number two is Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, I still need to see this one. And mainly, kind of like um, the Billie Holiday film, very much impactful Mm -hmm. what i liked about this one a little bit uh different is the fact that it focused on the quote-unquote judas more than um 
like the Messiah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get their names wrong, so I'm gonna Google it. Um, Lakeith Stanfield? Well, I know Lakeith Stanfield. I'm talking about their real names. Oh. Like, the real people they were playing. Like, Fred Hampton and Bill O'Neill. Those mm-hmm. were the two characters. Um, I personally... I need to read up on some black history for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this movie was definitely super impactful. I love anything Daniel Kaluuya's in. Love him. He is everything. incredible actor. Everything. Talk He's about everything. range right there. Yeah, absolutely. The man has got some range. Um, I definitely recommend it. It's it's also kind of like how you were mentioning that class that Calvin is taking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I appreciate, like, black culture and film when it doesn't have, like, a romance arc or anything like that. This yeah. one still did, but not in the same sense that it was, like... The entire story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. My number two was Aaron Brockovich. This movie, it just, like, was so inspiring to me. And I could just really see a lot of myself in her. Especially just, like, me being so invested in criminology. And her just, like, setting out and wanting to find the truth and everything. And just seeing a woman who would not take no for an answer while still, like still being a mom and having that being a priority in her life but also her recognizing that she's being absent for her children and wanting to be more involved in their life um and just being really dedicated to her job and stopping at nothing to solve the case it was just so good and i felt so pumped up by the end of the movie and finally my number one first watched in 2023 this one technically was not a 2023 release so i'm glad i was able to put it on the list somehow um but it was talked to me Mm. i should have seen this coming absolutely um i don't know what it was i'm not a horror girly we know this chloe knows this the podcast knows this i am not good when it comes to horror Mm -hmm. something about talk to me just like entranced me really good and honestly a lot of like the behind the scenes and the story about the brothers and the actors themselves was really interesting and Mm -hmm. i could definitely see myself maybe not re-watching the whole thing definitely (sighs) keeping my eyes closed for most parts Mm -hmm. but like, out of all the scenes that I can, like, picture in my head of the year, like, their scenes I can see, like, most vividly. I can hear them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The sound just, ugh, yeah. sticks with me. Yeah. Yeah, no, that one, I think it was just very, like, a refreshing take on the horror genre. I think a lot of, like, people who are writing horror might pay attention and kind of take note of some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was also very interesting to see an Australian horror movie. Oh, for sure. And kind of get a look into their culture and everything. Yeah. And it was a very interesting twist on the typical ghost story. Yeah. Especially because there was not a lot of jump scares, Mm -mm. which is my biggest, like, thing that I hate about horror movies is because I feel like I can't sit. You can't relax. Yeah. Which I couldn't relax in this one either, but it was (laughs) less the sense that I was scared something was going to jump out at me and Mm -hmm. more so just, like, heavily anxious. Yeah. Which is something that I feel like I, I can process more than like, uh, 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 is it gonna jump? Is it? Where is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my last movie is yet another airplane movie. Funny Games. Gabby, when I tell you 
I'm gonna make you sit down and watch this movie. Okay. This movie is just so... I. It's one that I have not been able to stop thinking about. I haven't been able to stop talking about this movie since I've seen it, and it's just really stuck with me. Um, it's disgusting. The story is just like, you're disgusted with these characters. You can't believe, you can't imagine anybody acting like this or having a desire to do these things, and... It's just like a very violent movie and it's really crazy and out there, but it really makes you think and really analyze and assess it. And I cannot wait to watch this again and again and again. Also, the director made an American remake, the same director. So I'm very intrigued to see that. So who knows, maybe that'll be on my top films of 2024. So that is all of the movies. the dead air <laughs> oh, okay um so our very first question comes from bestie nicole who says what movies got better and worse after a second watch five nights of freddy's definitely got worse on the second watch mm. i'll be honest okay um other than that i mean the only movie i rewatched this year was Barbie, Bo's Afraid, uh, Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. uh, and Bottoms, I yeah. think. Yeah, I, I'll say for better, it was Bo's Afraid, because you know the twists that are going to happen, you know what to be looking for, yeah. so it was really fun to watch it the second time, and just really apply all that to kind yeah. of analyze the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Watching Barbie again was beautiful because, like, especially with the what was I made for, like, you could hear it very early on in the movie, and you're yeah, like, you get the motifs every oh. now and then, and it yeah. all kind of connects. Very nice. Uh, Bestie Nicole said, fave genre of the year. Um, out of my list, a lot of comedy, a lot of like campy comedy was my top genre. If that's even, like, a, th- a category. <laughs> yeah, from my list, I'm getting a lot of girlhood and gayhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna stick it to that. The girls and the gays, that's it. The girls wanna play with girls, and the girls wanna play with boys. And the boys wanna play with boys, boys wanna play with girls. I did not get none of that right. No, that was <laughs> all types of wrong. Uh, Bestie Nicole said, which movie did you think was too long... And which did you think was too short? Um, too long? Strays. Because oh, it should have never been made. <laughs> it should have been 0. 0.5 seconds long. Yeah, blink and it's over. Um, too short? Too short. Um, what's a movie that I did not want? I didn't want Bottoms to end. I didn't want Barbie to end. Yeah. It's not that I thought they were too short. I just, I could watch it forever. I'm going to say Nimona. Because I could have used more of that, the ending action. Mm. You, I want a slice of life in there. Give me some more, please. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I didn't want it to end. Uh, Bestie Nicole said, fave actors from these movies. Margot Robbie killed it. Mm-hmm. Io Debris, uh, Rachel Sennett. Um, Rachel Zegler. Jacob Elordi. Absolutely. Barry Keoghan. Yeah. Um, Let me look at these. Hold I on. don't know the Australian people's names. Rachel Zegler. 
uh, Tobin Bell. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Lakeith Stanfield. I need to watch that new Lakeith Stanfield movie. It looks really good. We need to finish that one show, Virgo show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, also, shout out, honorable mention, They Clone Tyrone. Oh, yeah. That, that one was, was a, a good one. really good movie. Killer soundtrack. Sophia Wilde is from Talk To Me. Joe Bird, the guy that plays Riley, mm-hmm. killed it. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Bestie Nicole said, fave director, Ari Aster, Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig, the two twins, the Australian twins. Mm-hmm. Martin get their Scorsese, names. but strictly his TikToks. Oh, rip. <laughs> rip. Um, Talk Ooh. to Me was directed by Danny and Michael Philippou. Philippou? Philippou? Philippou. Oh. Emma Seligman. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's been killing it. Uh, Bestie Nicole said, fave costuming and set design. Barbie. Barbie. Chanel everywhere. Yeah, that pink purse at the end. Need her. The whole bottoms. Yeah. Y'all, y'all brought back rugby tees. Yeah. Those are trending right now. Um. Uh, freaking, um. Freaking, uh. Saltburn. Yeah. Like, I, I. This is part of this is Have a. Seen the sketches for Oliver's party, like the costume designer sketched no. them out. It's incredible. Um, this is Trin Lovo's commentary, so I can't take the credit. But she was talking about how, like, on her second rewatch, like the whole point of of um, Fe- like Felix, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, is that he's supposed to look like like. Or he's supposed to be given off as, like, this ethereal creature to be obsessed with. And then when you really look at him, he's just a boy with, like, wrinkled shirts and, like, messy messy hair. Yeah. He's just a boy. And he's got tons of flaws. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, I'll also say, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Love the costuming. It's set in the 70s, so, of course, I'm going to eat that up. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Uh, Bestie Nicole said, which of the faves... Have the cats also seen? Um, from my list, Farah has only seen Leave the World Behind, Nimona, Bottoms, and Barbie. Oh, and then. In theater Camp. She has seen. And Blue camp. Beetle. And then, yeah, literally. And Jaws and Swiss Army Man and Angus Songs and Perfect Snogging and United States versus Billie Holiday and The Virgin Suicides wow. and The Big Sick. I watched all my first watch. Obviously, all my first watches were at home oh, because I don't not me, but I don't travel like you. Ugh. Farah has seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. She's seen After Hours. She's seen Debs. She's seen Barefoot in the Park. She's seen Miss Forty Five. She might have been too young for that one. She's seen Adrian, and she's seen Aaron Brockovich. She's gotten a very well-rounded year. Stink didn't see none of it, because he's dumb. Aww. Uh, Bestie Nicole said, tell each other a review, and the other has to guess which movie you're referring to. Say again? Tell each other a review, and we have to guess what you're referring to. From, like, our list, or just in general? Um, yeah, I'll say from either one of your lists. Okay. Let's see, this might take a second. I'm gonna see if I can trick you with mine. Oh, see, I just went on Letterboxd and found a review. Smart. <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing, my bad. Smart. Can uh, we do that? Yes. Okay. 
Okay, I'll go first. Go ahead. So this says, legend has it that this movie was the true and irrevocable, irrevocable origin of the term artsy fartsy. But was afraid. No. Damn. <laughs> Try again. Uh, artsy fartsy. Mm-hmm. Did it come out this year? No. Shoot. You're gonna be so upset when I, I don't say know. it. It's Swiss Army Man. Uh, <laughs> literally artsy fartsy. Literally. <laughs> um. So this one, this one will definitely trip you up. Uh, this comment is be gay. Parentheses reluctantly, do crime. Reluctantly do crime? Yeah. I'm thinking... Is it something I watched? No. Then why would you give it to me? <laughs> then why would you give me that? I thought you would guess Bottoms. Yeah. Yeah. But what's it from? Nimona. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know what the freak... What the freak? Alright. Uh, Bestie Nicole said fave letterboxed reviews or fave movie based on letterboxed reviews... So I took the liberty of going through my favorite Letterboxd reviews from this year, and I'll read them off really quick. If you want to find some, Bessie Gabby, you can. So this is for Saltburn. It says, need to see Oliver's Zodiac chart to know what I should stay the hell away from. And that's actually an original from Bestie Nicole. Okay. Goofy. Uh, And then this is for The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. When you think about it, President Snow's origin story is just a really dramatic twink death. Mm-hmm. And I live by that. See, the only... I don't very, I don't like... I should like more reviews on Litterbox. The only review I have liked is from the movie Xmas, and it says, Good stupid Christmas fun. It's like I'm a toddler, and this is my Coco Melon. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> um, now, this next one is for Five Nights at Freddy's, and it says, Why didn't Freddy say, But Vanessa, I'm a material girl. And this next one is for Gran Turismo, and it says, after naming the film after her, I'm pissed they didn't include Grandma Turismo. Nah. I thought that was funny. This one is for Nimona, and I highly relate to this. Nimona needing 1,000 years to get over her toxic homoerotic friendship with a straight girl is just like me for real. And I live by that. This next one is for Knock at the Cabin. (laughs) You know who would have survived and saved humanity? Lesbians. Yeah. And there was also this one that I referred to on the pod last week. This is straight from Io Edebiri right here. Edebri? Edebri. Hi. Aye, aye, aye. It's for Bo's Afraid, and it says, Ari Aster, if you read this, please DM me. I would like to connect you to a prayer line. It is a phone number where anywhere from 4 to 13 menopausal Afro-Caribbean Pentecostal women from the church I grew up going to will pray with you and for you on the phone for however long you need you just dial in you don't even have to speak there is no pressure let them pray for you ari dm me please let these women lay spiritual hands on you contact me asap i love her she is so funny bestie what have oh wait we still have questions bestie nicole (laughs) said Time total spent watching movies in 2023. Give me a little DIY letterbox wrapped, if you will. We are still waiting on our letterbox wrapped, so let's just do some quick math. I'm gonna say I watched about 304 movies this year. I'm gonna be generous and say times 
about an hour 45 would put me at like 75 minutes. 75 minutes. Equals divided by 60. I spent about 380. I don't think I did the math right, you guys. Don't take my word for it. I don't think I did it right. All right. I watched about 141 movies. Let's say they're all about, like how Chloe said, 75 minutes divided by 60 minutes per hour. 75 minutes? That doesn't make any sense, actually. Why? Wait. Wouldn't it be more like 90? Because that's about an hour and a half. Yeah, why'd you say 75? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Okay, anyways, anyways. We can't do math is the, the lesson here. I just believed you when you said <laughs> 75. I was, I was like, like, oh yeah. yeah. all movies are that short. Uh, Bestie Nicole said, what movie do you think was most toxic behind the scenes? Ooh. I'm going to say Oppenheimer. I don't really know. Um... If they were actually all lesbians, Bottoms would have been an insane, oh, been insane film lot to be in. If and they I were actually. I would have ate it up. Yeah. Ate it up. Uh, Bestie Nicole, or actually Bestie Thomas says, on a scale of one to hate, how do you feel about Ken? I hate Ken. Oh. Because, like, especially watching it this last time with, like, Milo and them, they're like... They're like, my, like, Ken is kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I don't hate hate. Like, it yeah. definitely is just, like, an annoying little brother almost. Yeah. But it's like the people who left that movie and they were like, oh, I feel bad for Ken. No. Get out of here. Yeah. Who are you? No, definitely. I don't hate Ken. Mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed his character. Mm-hmm. But he has flaws. Yeah, And absolutely. that's part of his character. And guess what? He never said sorry. He never said sorry. And even, like, um... Uh, America Ferreira's character had to remind Barbie, like, he destroyed your house, yeah. he brainwashed your friends, yep. he destroyed Barbie World, yep. and tried to overthrow the government. Yep. Like, he didn't have good intentions. No. Um, and then at the end, also, he still tried to kiss her. He still tried to kiss Barbie, he did not listen or take any of that into effect. He didn't learn the lesson that he can be himself without yeah. Barbie. Yeah. So, he has flaws, but I still really enjoy his character. No, for and sure. I no. still think he's goofy. I'm not team Barbie and Ken. No, absolutely So, not. there we go. Uh, Bestie Thomas said, if you woke up one day and had all the money in the world, what would you do first? Um, quit my job, move out into the forest, and never talk to anyone ever again. Um, so step one, I'll solve world hunger. Step uh, two, I guess I do exactly what you just said. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and then Bestie Max said, "Best animated film of 2023." I would say for me, the Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, because yes. I didn't see Boy and the Freaking Aaron. Yeah, we still need to see that. Uh, to be fair, they had like three showings, and they were like 4 p.m. Yeah. I'm like, who goes to the movies at 4 p.m. on a weekday? Not I. Not me. Some of us have jobs. Some of us. Um, I'm gonna stick with Nimona. I have a really, really scared feeling that it's gonna be snubbed when it comes Mm -hmm. to the Oscars. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not hearing enough about it. So please do yourself a favor. Go watch it. Give it the appreciation it needs. Is it a Netflix original? Yes, ma'am. Then it probably won't be in the Oscars, right? What do you mean? 
Oh, no. Pinocchio literally was in the Oscars last year. That's true. And it won. Yes. Um, our final question comes from Bestie Calvin, who says, If you had to run over those nasty little trolls, what car would you run them over with? He hates trolls. Okay. So much. Okay. Like, I don't know where this hatred comes from. Um, I would do... The, um... I have mine. Go ahead. The Tesla Cybertruck. Oh, I was gonna say... And make ASMR videos. I was gonna it. say a Ford Focus. Yes! <laughs> 2012 specifically. Because it's the worst car in the entire universe. Uh, I hate Ford. Ford more like found on road dead because your car is gonna die every single time you get in it. They suck. Do not sponsor me, Ford, because I will never say a nice word. I don't word. think they will. I don't think they I'll will. Never Trust say me a nice about word. that. Trust me about that. Anyways, Bessie, what have you seen this week? Um, I didn't actually do a lot of movies this week. Actually, I was well, supposed to be in the video. To be fair, you guys haven't seen me in a while, so I have a yeah. long list. You guys haven't seen me since um we yeah, watched Mama. the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes. So Number one of what I watched. Yes. I watched How the Gringos Talk. <laughs> How the Gringos... Damn, you spit all over my face. How the Gringos Stole Christmas is was a random movie that I saw. It was 80 minutes. It's not even an hour and a half. Hey, 75. <laughs> but uh, the reason I clicked on it is because George Lopez is on the freaking cover. And I'm like, it's got to have some sort of quality if it's a George Lopez movie. And I was wrong. wrong. This was made by, like, college students. You can tell, like, it has that kind of energy. Mm. I feel like someone in his family was making it and that's why he's in the movie there's no reason for him it's a 2023 movie he did blue beetle and this yikes anyway then i watched the united states versus billy holiday i watched the nutcracker in the four realms i don't even know why you bothered i just needed something to watch yikes. i didn't even really watch it. i was on freaking my ds half the time <laughs> then i watched the cobbler with adam sandler and it was alright. Like, I just said, I forgot I watched it immediately. And I literally just watched it. Yeah. Rewatch Barbie, rewatch Five Nights at Freddy's, and then January 1st, Paris is Burning. That's what oh, I watched. That is such a good movie. And then the other day, we watched The Last Unicorn. Yesterday, I watched The Color Purple, and that's what I watched. So. And then, TV show wise. Been watching Gossip Girl like crazy. Boo. Me and Sam. It's funny because Sam was like, ew, Gossip yeah. Girl, don't watch that around she me. Had the right and idea. now she goes, can you put our show on? To be fair, right now. Right now we're on like a little Gossip Girl hiatus because mm. the last few concepts have been just a little bit too disturbing mm. and we just aren't feeling the vibe. It's but we might get back on it. Okay. Um, I finally finished reading Crying in H Mart. Oh my god. More like crying on airplane. Am I right, ladies? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> I was on that airplane. So the concept of this book, this is a true story. This is Michelle Zahner's autobiography. Um, and her mom has cancer. And it's her taking care of her mom. And just like trying to embrace her Korean identity 
and her space in the world and navigating this with her dad and also like being in a relationship with her now husband and like just she was extremely descriptive she's an amazing writer and i just was like literally on that plane boohoo crying be sweet to me baby wanna believe in you i wanna believe yeah but no like just thinking about having to ever be in that position i was like i literally texted gabby on the plane <laughs> it was very concerning I, said, I should text your therapist <laughs> i basically said if my mom ever has cancer that's it for me ladies and gentlemen curtains closed um so yeah very good book highly recommend read it at home because you will cry if you're in public and then i finally watched season four of sex education gabby can tell you i cried through the entire finale Mm -hmm. big fat tears Amy is my world. She is just the character that I related the most to. I loved her so much. Her character development was incredible. I was so happy with her ending. She's my queen, and I would give the world for her. Um, Season four, it was interesting because I think about like half the cast from the regular series did not return. So it was interesting to see how they kind of navigated those big changes. Um, they were also at like a totally different school this season and they I'm I'm very appreciative of like the diversity they had and like their very bold statements like the elevator episode was very interesting interesting boo who cried over Amy and her jeans shoot that was just incredible that whole storyline is just too freaking good okay freaking good so yeah, love sex education. Was season four my favorite? No, but they did what they could with it. So very good. Um, movie wise, I was not able to watch too too much while I was gone, um, because me and my mama we were busy busy busy. So on my plane ride home, I watched Time Bomb Y two K. It was a documentary about Y two K. And I really enjoyed this. It was very different from HBO's typical documentaries, you know, where they have, like, people they interview and they're, like, clipped up and they're giving them, like, segments like, oh, and that's what we found out where we were wrong. And then it cuts to, like, some clip. It was all exclusively clips from, like, 1996 to 2000. And it just takes you through the storyline of, like, them coming aware of Y2K and everything. It was very interesting. And some of those people are some nut jobs, I'll tell you that. So... As soon as I got off the plane, I texted my mom and I was like, um, I just watched a documentary about Y2K. Were you guys, like, ever concerned about it? And she was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I figured not. Yeah. It's so dumb. Um, then, Some people were worried about, like, 2012, you know? I actually, I was scared of 2012, but I think it was just because I was a little kid. Yeah, you were 12. And people were like, oh my god, the world is ending. So I slept in, like, my parents' bed that night because I was scared. I really thought I was about to get raptured. Um, the next plane movie I watched on my plane ride back was Austin Land, Gabby. Girl, you gotta watch this. I need to read Pride and Prejudice stat. Um, it was basically this girl goes to, like, this Austin Land experience in the hopes of finding love. It's got twists, it got turns, it's got love triangles, and it was super cute. Jennifer Coolidge is in this movie. What a queen. Love her. Um, then we watched The Last Unicorn last night. Gabby can tell it's you. Not last night. 
Was that not last night? Was that last night? No, it was two nights ago. You're right. Two nights ago, Gabby can tell you, I was boo-hoo crying on this couch. I love this movie so much. Weren't you crying? Was I crying? I feel like you were crying. I don't remember. I was like looking over every now and then. It is a sweet movie. It's so good. Isn't it so good? Titties. Oh. Okay. Anyways. There were titties. On a tree. There were multiple titties, not just on a tree. Oh, true. Anyways, yeah, it's a children's movie. Don't get, don't get in a twist now. Don't get it twisted. Um, I have been begging Gabby for years to watch that movie, so I was very excited that we finally got to watch that. And then last night, I watched The Purge Election Year, and this movie sucked. It was the worst Purge movie I've seen yet. Um... The purge has the purge cracks me up because Republicans love to be like we need to get purged, blah, 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 blah. like we love the purge. Did y'all watch the movie? Because every single movie has a major political statement in it. Like this one was about racism. Well, it's the same people who will listen to like most like seventies rock and be like, oh yeah, this is for me, and it's all about like being How anti-Vietnam is like yeah. a terrible thing, yeah. all that, yeah. Hilarious. Y'all love to consume this media, but do not be thinking about it. Where's the media literacy? Anyways, this movie was it's just boring. It was not exciting compared to like other Purge movies. It just did not compare. And like I got the message, but I was bored. Alright. Lady, give me some sounds. Uh, let's do uh, Sweepstakes by Gorillaz. Slay. Monks by Frank Ocean. Uh-huh. Figure You Out by Joe. Okay. Let's do um, Not A Lot Just Forever by Adrian Lenker. And finally, let's do Your Mama. Strawberry Bubblegum by Justin Timberlake. Ew. Um, I'm gonna do Let Me Roll It by Paul McCartney. Let me roll it! <laughs> it's a That's good pretty song. Good. I'm gonna do Malpractice by Faith No More. Um, if I was a baseball player, you know how like they have like their walk-up song? Malpractice would be my walk-up song. Okay. Fucking smacks. Um, then I'm gonna do Down With The Click by Solange. Let's do Let It Whip by Daz Band. Whip and Nay Nay? No. I don't think so. I was at a dance audition yesterday. Yeah. And they had, like, a little hip-hop section for us to do, which was fine, whatever. It kind of felt a little out of place. Did you pop it, lock it, polka dot Well, it? the dance was, like, really good. Like, it was, like, a really cool... It was, um, Janet Jackson. Okay. But... Come on, Coco Montrese. But then Miss Girl throws in a whip in there. Oh. And I was like, oh, and now it's and now it's cheesy. Come on, come now on, it's chuggy. Come on, Fiona Gallagher. Uh uh-uh. uh. What did she say? I'm gonna whip a nanny right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I'm gonna give you two more songs. So let's give you "Shiggy" by Sports, and this absolute banger, absolute 2014 classic, "Fantasy" by Miss Mister. Okay. Okay. Well, that was all we had. 
Let us know what your favorite movies were. Send this to the Oscars. Send this to the Oscars. Um, petition for me and Gabby to host the Oscars. Absolutely. We'll be better than Jimmy Kimmel, for sure. Absolutely. For and sure. we'll pass out some food. Mm-hmm. Funyuns for we can, everyone. We can do. We can redo the Oscars selfie, the most liked yes. Twitter selfie. Well, it'll be the most disliked Twitter yes. selfie. <laughs> um, and we'll both be wearing Vivian Westwood. I almost just said Vivian Versace. <laughs> right. Why not? And we would slay, slay, slay. Exactly. So. Anyways. <laughs> um. Follow the pod at Haters Film Club. Follow me at Chloe underscore uh, Mercier. And follow me at Curly Femme. See you later. Bye bye.